Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, the podcast which gives you keys to claiming your personal power. For more than a decade now, I've studied the King, Warrior, Magician, Lover archetypes, and in this time of great turmoil, I will reveal their secrets. My name is Ivan Fingenskjær-Schellum, founder of Men's Initiation, Reclaim Your Inner Throne, and it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Hello, my friends. My name is Ivan Finskevshelum. I am your host for the Walking with the Archetypes podcast. I'm also the founder of the Men's Initiation Reclaiming a Throne. And it is indeed another Friday. Time to dive in with another hot topic. Right now, I am in Norway. Michelle and I crossed the border from Sweden yesterday. It was smooth, no controls on the border. We had taken tests to cross, even though, you know, the tests are unreliable at best. But uh, we're here and it was smooth and I do feel very supported by the universe right now. There's a lot of flow. Really, really, really nice to have such flow in these strange times. And this, um, this walk I'm on is next to the church where my father is buried and... Um, I'm close to the local university. I have big fields around me and it is cold. It is really cold. I was actually driving with summer tires yesterday because my winter tires were here back in uh, Norway. And it was a little nerve-wracking at some times (laughs) on the highway thinking, okay, it's, it's below zero. Am I going to come upon a place where there's been moisture? But no, everything has turned out just fine. I think we've had some guardian angels over the last couple of weeks, Michelle and myself, and uh, I'm here today to speak about something dark and sinister. I'm here to speak about conspiracy theories and my developing views on this topic, this word, over the last couple of years. I think it's really important to find a nuanced approach in these times of disinformation and the collapse of rationality and consensus reality. And my opinions have changed. And as I take a left here onto the university compound, I, uh, I'm ready to dive in. This is going to be fun. So if you are ready as well, Let's just do it. Let's dive in. As the COVID-19 pandemic took hold at the start of 2020, I started to see many people on my Facebook wall share what I considered then to be conspiracy theories. They seemed to be fairly outlandish explanations as to what was happening. And I decided to create a video in May of the same year that became quite popular. It was a video on the underlying dynamics of conspiracy theory and I applied my archetypal lens to explore the psychological dynamics at play. That became quite popular. It uh, went somewhat viral and I started to have a new audience that came to me 
because they wanted a psychological explanation for why these conspiracies, these conspiracy theorists were becoming more and more common. It was clear to me that these people didn't like these theories, that they were somehow triggered by it, that they were judging these people as deluded or stupid or something like that. And my explanation that, yeah, there is an archetypal reality here that doesn't necessarily need to be physical. So that was my early contribution in the sense-making around conspiracies and... As I was looking at these various posts on Facebook about the source and origin of the COVID pandemic, I used my psychological map. It allowed me to keep a safe distance. And yet at some level, at the periphery of my psyche, I did wonder if there was something to what they were saying. But again, I'm raised in an academic family. Rationality was the supreme virtue. And so despite the actual spell casting that runs in my mother's lineage, where there is an actual spell book in the family with magic that works to do various things such as stopping a bleeding, it, it didn't really it didn't really enter the picture as a viable counterforce to rationality. Over the last two years, I've been seeing fact check after fact check pedal complete and utter disinformation and making a conclusion that I knew was the exact inversion of reality. And so I was wondering why these fact checkers that seem to have as their focus to find the truth why they were demonstrably lying. I think this was one of the first problems for me in the narrative. It was also fascinating for me to discover with a little bit of my own research that every one of the scandals and data points through which I had come to conclude that Donald Trump was just this really menacing asshole, that all of these stories were also lies. I don't think I know of a single story, whether it was, you know, Russia collusion or the story around the French uh, cemetery with the American war heroes that I didn't want to see because they were losers, the Lafayette Square incidents with the Bible. You know, all of these stories, they turned out to be demonstrable lies from the media. Now, now we have a problem, right? Now we have a problem because there's a lot of lies happening. There's a lot of lies happening from the people that are indicating that they have the truth. This is a problem. So I would say that that is a fairly accurate description of what I experienced in terms of my own sense-making in 2020, discovering more and more lies, more and more narratives that were complete fabrications. And obviously, more and more those narratives were connected to the pandemic. And so my opinion on the pandemic strategy had completely changed by the end of the year. 
and I was no longer happy to be in Norway with our level of control, even though earlier in the year I was. Something had shifted. And you may have been on a similar journey. And so after the break, let's explore what all of this means, what conclusions we can make, how can we navigate with some level of precision in this landscape, and how can we get as close to the truth as possible. I'll speak to you again after the break. As a listener to the Walking with the Archetypes podcast, you are part of a growing minority of men who want to reclaim their personal power. You want to know why the world is still burning and why you keep experiencing the same problems over and over again. Most of all, you want to be free to live the life that you were born to live. Yet the reality is that we men are struggling with hearts full of shame and minds full of lies. Yes, we all lie, and so do you. Our lives become days of quiet desperation. And what is the way out? Facing our demons and the truth of who we are. To help you do that, I have created the ultimate intro to Masculine Archetypes training, a powerful six-week immersion into the themes of this podcast. And men are constantly raving to me about their breakthroughs after having gone through it. When you are ready to take the next step and give yourself this powerful experience, go to innerthroneacademy.com slash U-I-M-A and use the discount code PODCAST for 10% off. And now, back to the program. So as we pursue truth in a time like this, one of the most important things we can do is to get aware of our biases and the level of identity that we have built around certain narratives and even the groups or individuals peddling those narratives. This is important because you'll find that around any topic of debate, there will be a very predictable separation of worldviews and opinions based on such things as gender and political affiliation. And so what you'll find, for instance, is that people who are more likely to vote Democrat, they're very pro the narrative around the pandemic. And the people who vote Republican are much more suspicious of it. Building identities around these things is super dangerous. Political identities, gender identities, sexual identities, all of these identities that we have, they really get in the way of our pursuit of truth. Because identity becomes a filter through which we see reality. And if there is a truth that comes onto our canvas, into our life, we are likely to reject this information, this truth, based on the identity that we hold. And so I have been super disappointed over this last year to see how many people that I previously considered to be intelligent have zero capacity to orient to the new information that is entering the information ecology and who just hunker down in their identities. There is so much at stake around the narrative of the COVID-19 pandemic. 
Because what would it mean if this virus was designed by American virologists, was produced in China in a laboratory, and was released upon humanity as a bioweapon? What would that mean for the people who trust the very institutions and authorities that actually designed this in the first place, if that is indeed what happened? There is more and more data points suggesting that this is indeed reality, but I'm not going to be here saying that this is definitely the truth, because I'm just not an expert on the matter. But what you'll find is that the fact-checkers and the media are super excited to reject this. And that makes me suspicious, because these are the very same institutions, the very same news channels, the very same fact-checkers that I have witnessed lie again and again and again. And so by the logic of reality inversion, as I've been speaking about it previously, when they say it's false, I have come to think that it's probably true. What would it mean for somebody who has identity around this to accept that this is indeed true. It would mean that everything that they believe in would crumble. The world that they believe exists, the life that they believe they have lived, will crumble. And they can't have that. And I believe this is one of the reasons why this conspiracy theory label has become so weaponized. I didn't even know until recently that this conspiracy theory label seems to have been created by the CIA in order to deter anyone from speculating around the John F. Kennedy assassination to have alternate explanations for why that happened. Now, if you Google this, you will find various fact checks saying that this is false. Whereas what I've seen in the past is that fact checks lie and that they are likely an inversion of reality. Not only are they likely an inversion of reality, but they are not neutral as they claim to be. They are in fact funded by the same money that have vested interest in these theories not being given the time of day. So how can we trust a fact check? about adverse reactions for vaccines if the fact check itself has been sponsored by the pharmaceutical companies. There is no wonder why people get quote-unquote conspiratorial. There is no wonder that we're starting to question the narratives that are being peddled when they simply don't add up. And for all the flaws that I have as a person, one of the things that I've got going for me is that I'm ruthlessly committed to the truth. And even though this video that I had recorded in May of 2020 had become popular, I'm not going to let a video that I've created that makes the people who judge and vilify conspiracy theories feel good. I'm not going to make that get in the way of the truth. Because I don't give a fuck about identity. I don't give a fuck about political affiliation or anything like that. I care about truth. That's the only thing I care about. And so it was interesting to me to witness the very same people that were very enamored by this one video 
start to demonize me when I started to stray from the reality that they wanted to be true. They had identity around belonging to consensus reality. And the people who have identity around belonging to consensus reality, they embrace all of these labels that are so freely dished out to the so-called conspiracy theorists. And they're somehow always associated with the alt-right, aren't they? If we are to believe media, especially liberal media, if you question consensus reality, you are some kind of alt-right, fascist, white supremacist, malevolent being. This is exactly what happened to Charles Eisenstein just a few months ago when he pointed out a lot of the inconsistencies around the pandemic narrative and all of a sudden he was an alt-right person. How many times are you and I and we going to watch somebody questioning consensus reality being brandished a Nazi? How many times are we going to watch this before we start questioning it? This is not acceptable behavior. This is the polarizing presence in our culture. This is the demonizing presence in our culture. And so by the logic of the reality inversion field, the institutions, politicians, organizations, corporations, singling out citizens and brandishing them as fascists, those organizations, corporations, institutions may in fact be fascist. These are the things that we're not allowed to see if we have built our sense-making around an identity. I'm the good liberal. I'm the nice, virtuous, pro-LGBTQ, pro-immigrant, whatever. I'm, I'm such a nice guy. I'm not going to be some fascist. Well, maybe that naivete actually would make you a little bit susceptible to being taken over by forces that have no moral difficulty lying, could that be? And so in the interest of discovering what is really going on, I believe we need to get a lot more suspicious of the sources of information that we consume. Most sources of information tend to be connected to some sort of interest group, some sort of power base these days. We can't just latch onto one story that we find because it feels good to our identity. We need to cross-reference. We need to explore a multitude of different sources. We need to find patterns in culture. But more importantly, and this is where I'm going to get a bit woo-woo on you, we need to develop a spiritual foundation. We need to develop a sense-making capacity that isn't sourced only in rationality but where you can actually start to attune to truth as a spiritual concept, as a sensed reality. Because lies, they feel yuck. And whoever somehow stokes the primal brain and creates more othering is probably a liar. Because truth clears away the confusion, it cuts through the fog, and at the end of the day, I would say it typically brings people closer together. My view on conspiracy theories have changed. I see that many of the conspiracy theories are indeed conspiracy realities.
Because there's one question I've had to ask myself again and again and again. Are these people ignorant or are they evil? And when I've seen somebody like Anthony Fauci flip-flop so much, lie so much, I don't actually think it is possible to be that level of ignorant and be in his position. I don't believe that. He seems to have zero clue about what he's doing and what he's saying. Like, how many lies has he been caught in peddling now? He lied about gain-of-function research not happening in Wuhan. He's changed his position on masks again and again and again. No, I just don't believe it. I think this guy is fucking with us intentionally. And I think there's a lot of people who are. And I don't know why. Whether he's just trying to cover his own ass. Or if there is indeed some grand conspiracy with some dark cabal that is intentionally moving us towards globalism and some techno-fascist dystopia. But, judging from the evidence, I am no longer willing to dismiss that as a possibility. Because what is happening in the world now around the pandemic narrative is outrageous. It is evil. Children are dying because of what's happening, because they're pumping this vaccine into them. And according to some data, children are 117 times more likely to die from the vaccine than from the COVID virus. If that isn't evil, I don't know what is. And so whoever these people are that are pushing these things, I am willing to change my opinion from back in 2020. I no longer believe that a conspiracy theory is something that weak people use as a hobby to keep themselves entertained. I believe that a lot of these conspiracy theories are actually highly plausible theories that deserve to be investigated and considered before we can dismiss them as hogwash. It's now even come out that Pfizer lied about their safety and efficacy data in the trials for their vaccine. And inside of consensus reality, that doesn't seem to be a problem, but it is. It is a problem, and we cannot trust these people anymore. In fact, given the question, are they ignorant or are they evil, I am leaning towards the latter. And if that makes me a conspiracy theorist, then so be it. All right, that's it. It's cold here. And maybe some of my chill is from the rationalist part of me that can't believe I just recorded that podcast. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. So I'm going to be moving back to my car now that's parked up by the church. The sky above me is entirely clear. The stars are... Shining far out there in the cosmos. And maybe as well, up there is some greater intelligence that is watching us and wondering when we're going to get our shit together. And I imagine that one thing that has to happen for that to occur is that we stop to demonize and vilify anyone who asks questions that feel uncomfortable. So keep asking questions, my friends. 
There's a shift in the collective now, and the truth is coming out more and more. So keep doing your part, I will keep doing mine, and I hope that you have a great weekend, and I will speak to you again next Friday. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me in this week's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a pleasure to spend this time with you, and don't forget, you are invited to come walk with me next Friday, when we will take another deep dive into the archetypal realms. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive free guide.